everybody. Welcome to Never Go Full Nelson. And uh, here we are on episode two of season three. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in or whatever you're doing here, saving it for lunch or on your trip or whatever you do. When you poop. And when you poop, when you're taking a poop. Hey, I'm here. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Nelson, with my co-host here, Nick Nelson. And we've got so, our special guest, so, so. Neil Nelson. Yeah, it's me again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got uh, we got Ronan sitting over there. He's uh, doing the technical stuff for us over there. Ronan Nelson. What's going on, man? <laughs> all grins. All yeah. grins. Yeah, he gets yeah. all bashful. Yeah. Hey, it's all bashful. Jesus. We didn't did get this. Ronan, give him, give him the famous Ronan thumbs up. Yeah, give us a thumbs up. That's right. All right, he just gave big us a thumb. thumb. Extended our big thumb. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, sooner, uh, pretty soon you're going to get a microphone, and then about 20 years. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I was thinking about something, actually. You know, cause oh, you, stop it. You were? Well, you but were. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> you were mentioning that um, I thought it was kind of neat uh, the last episode about reading through the papers, you know, of our family history, and you could almost hear their voice in there and kind of mm. see, you know, what, like, like, just traits that we have just by looking at some of this stuff, you can almost hear their voice. It's going to be pretty cool what we're doing here because our great, your great, great grandchildren and my grandkids. And if they want to get to know us, they can just listen to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so, really so, epic. Yeah. So, Hey, how's it going? Great, great grandkid. Yeah. Right. Aren't, <laughs> aren't you ashamed? <laughs> they're like, what is, why do they talk like that? You know? <laughs> They're yeah. probably listening to us like like we listen to old timey guys like I don't know, I could tell chop the, the the West Continental accent. Are they talking like Blade Runner, you know, and that pretty good they got a part uh part Asian, part whatever. <laughs> what is it on Blade Runner that Yeah, it's it's part Japanese, part German, what, part what did, Spanish. What did uh, what did uh, what the uh Gutter Speak? Gutter Speaker, yeah, 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 that what it was. I noticed they didn't put that in the new movie. Yeah, they didn't. I got to yeah. tell you, I mean, uh, did you like the new movie, the new Blade Runner? I did. I loved it. I, I it was loved great. it. I, you know I thought it was just as good as the the first one, if I, not better in certain ways. I think it's better in certain ways and is in good in certain ways. But what I really liked about it was this, this the music and the footage. It's this weird, slow arc that's starting to go up and up and up and up. Yeah. But then it's, it's it kind of plateaus a little bit and then it kind of goes up. And then there's that scene. The seawall. The seawall. Where he f- attacks the airship and the music just—I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, yeah, the mo- the music ramps hits, up and- ramps up. The water's splashing, and, and then he's, he's drowning, drowning. He's drowning yeah, in the water. It's just like, it's like this huge episode. epic scene, and it was just like—I remember being in the theater, being like, "Yeah, like holy fucking shit." Well, yeah, I got to tell you, and most of the time, Ryan Gosling, his under understated acting, uh, whatever, but it was him and, him and Scarlett Johansson would make great robots in a movie. Yeah, it was just. Perfect. Oh, yeah. In this case, his just, uh, I'm getting just goosebumps Please stop. now. His, yeah, his, his. Stop uh, shooting at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it, it just, he could say everything by not saying something. You know? no, yeah, he's, he's perfected movie. the subtle. And what's great dude, is, did you ever see the, uh, what was it? The, uh, oh, God, it was him in, in, uh, he plays a, uh, private eye with, uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, oh, I thought that was really oh good. Oh my God, it was, he's hilarious in that too. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, th- I yeah, thought it was. Yeah. He breaks his arm in the first scene. And <laughs> it's surprisingly good. Yeah, it's excellent. It's, it's excellent. Surprisingly what is the name of that movie? That. Is it Night? The nice I don't know what the hell it is. The yeah. Nice Guys or something it like that? It's a buddy, it's a good cop buddy movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except yeah. they're PIs or whatever. He's also good in that one where he plays the uh, the lawyer 
God, uh, about the real estate crash in 2008. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that was good, too. I still haven't seen, uh, what is it, something about the Pines or a place beyond the Pines? Oh, the place beyond the Pines. You know what? That place is awesome, but it sucks at the same time. Is that weird? Was that movie not good? No, it's awesome, but it's, it's like three fucking different movies because it's like the first part of the movie is Ryan Gosling, and he's like this fucking troubled biker guy. And, uh, and a bank robber. And then um, what's the guy that plays the raccoon uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, oh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper plays this like street cop. And like there have these two totally different movies going on with, with Ryan Gosling and his stuff. And then the street cop and his stuff. And it's like parallel in the movie. And the only time they see each other is when the street cop starts chasing him on the motorcycle. Like an hour in the movie. And then it jumps forward 20 years and the street cop is now uh, a, like a DA, a district attorney, and he's got kids and his kids are getting involved with Ryan Gosling's kids. Uh. And so it's like this huge time jump and, and those, there's, so it's like four different movies kind of going alongside each other and then it ends just garbage fucking ending. Oh, it's not like a Coen Brothers ending. Stop. Oh yeah. It no, just stops. And you're just that. like, fuck man. I just put three and a half hours into this goddamn movie. And you, you know, <laughs> give me a payoff here. You give know what was a good payoff? I've got an invested, I got an emotional investment here. Give me a payoff. You know, Come I've been on. trying to get Neil to watch it. It's the last kingdom on Netflix, man. And I've been watching it since it came out. And I, I'm pretty sure they just ended the show because the way it ended the last episode I watched last night, it was so good. That's how I want things to end. Everything tied up. The, the, they tied up everybody's characters. The certain characters died. Other characters survived. He even has a moment where he's like thinking back and he's like on the wall, like finally accomplishes everything he's trying to accomplish. And he's on the wall and he's like thinking back and he's like, they're like playing all of these like flashbacks through the whole season. And he's like crying and reminiscing of this just huge experience. And it's just fucking awesome. It was just awesome. That's how you end a show, man. Yeah. This bullshit that everybody like does, you know, like the Sopranos and how Dexter ended and all that shit. Oh, screw that. Well, that don't even get started about Game of Thrones. Dexter right? did start. That Dexter did do that last season to kind of tie up the bullshit because everybody was tired. Uh, you know, eleven seasons or nine or eleven seasons they did. Everybody loved the show. Every actor did. Even John Lithgow fucking loved being on the show. And but they were just so fucking tired. Uh, the two uh, Dex, uh, the guy that plays Dexter, uh, Michael C. Hall, or whatever his name is, and what's her name, uh, his sister. They had they gone, were married and they the, married yeah, and, and they, they got so, divorced. And they and were, it was just yeah, it was just a lot. And I think when they ended that show, they were just surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, I think large they, fries, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Super size, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I so when they they did that new season, it was just a one shot. That I think it was a good way to tie everything up. Mm. I don't know. It's just, I think that sometimes the, the directors and the whatever, when they're making the movie, you know, they're just like, okay, we're going to just kind of hang this here. And it's like, no, no, you, you got a customer out here, right? You know, you know, uh, I don't know. I, and maybe not everybody feels the same way, obviously, because they like no country for old men. Uh, Fuck that piece brothers. of garbage. It's Coen Brothers. God damn it's it. All, it's most of their movies. Well, yeah, but, but uh, not like they all have, They have them. the worst endings in all, most Almost all of their movies movies had this like stupid, not pay like give me the cum shot. That's what I. Well, you know I don't. Yeah, I mean, come on. Would you run out of film? What the hell? I don't know. Yeah, I, I have to say I, I watch because um, no, have they this. just don't know how to write an ending, man. They I just they they think it's being like 
Like it, it's almost like they think they're <laughs> clever. being clever by like Artistic. leaving you like hanging and being like, mm-hmm. oh, what happens there? Use your imagination. I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I hate this commute. I forgot how much I hate it driving from Lake Mary to Orlando. It's fucking awful. And it's like the least like favorite part of the day. But try to take the time. I've been like to not drive myself crazy in traffic. I've been listening to either actors or directors around the table. Oh yeah. And uh, on YouTube. And I like it a lot for two reasons. One, um, I don't I don't get starstruck because like people are just fucking people. Yeah. And, I'm the same and they have Tom Hanks on there a lot and he's just fucking amazing he's just a great guy he's just a cool guy yeah he's just he's like he's like uh he's like your friend's awesome dad you know what i mean like he's just a really cool dude you know and he's very down to earth he's very practical very pragmatic and and he doesn't have anything go to his head he's just very just chill and but they had uh directors on there uh one of the episodes which i enjoy because you know i i still want to make movies and i would love to make a movie and it's a bit always been a dream of mine, but it's nice to hear from directors and they'll have young directors and, and then more accomplished directors all at the same table. And they had Rid- fucking Ridley Scott on there with oh, a couple oh, of other guys. Oh. And um, fucking Ridley Scott, man, what a bastard. He is. He's such a bastard. He's on there, right? For real. And they're like, they're talking about like, you know, the, you know, the, the little British guy with the list, he's always like, so have you ever thought like, what was the, the hurdles, the biggest hurdles that you had to get through to make, like, what was the movie that you, you know, had to make a hurdle? And Ridley Scott is like, I don't, it's easy, whatever. Like, I make movies. And then, and then, you know, somebody else would be like, well, you know, Ridley, like, how, how do you, how, how do you, you do like three movies a year? Like, I can't do three, three, or one movie in three years. Like, it's too taxing. Like, what do you do to prepare yourself for that kind of energy? And Ridley Scott's like, I don't know, eat food. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Like, he's just like, he's, Get out, he's so like, like, you know, and they're like, well, you know, like, like Blade nah. Runner, like and, and Bla- Tony, Tony Scott was the passion in that, yeah. those brothers, man. But, it's too bad he killed himself because like, he was, oh, he, I know. He, he was, he was, he wasn't as good as a director, but he always had everybody sweating in his movies for some reason. And there's always the blind sex scene. Everybody's always sweating. And then the light coming through the blind sex scene. <laughs> so, but you know, they, they were asking about Blade Runner and he's telling this story and he's like, look, that I just want to say right now, I know everybody likes it, but that movie was a god. Ridley Scott cusses a lot. It's one of the things that he does a lot. He was like, it was a fucking disaster, and it was a fucking nightmare. And you know, and the ending that I had for that movie was Harrison Ford is on his way out, and he sees the little origami unicorn, and that was it. That was the ending. There was nothing after after that. There was no other ending. And he goes, and you know, the the, the producers and. They they are they all like well we're gonna have a viewing we're gonna have a viewing and and Ridley Scott's like there doesn't need to be a viewing that's my fucking end of the movie and they're like no we're gonna have a viewing and then they came back and they're like we think that the you know the, the audience wants to see um, you know Harrison Ford and and Rachel drive off into the sunset and Ridley Scott's like you want, what what do you mean like what what are you looking for well maybe they can escape to like the wilderness. And Ridley Scott's like, gotta be careful of the tape. Okay. You're bonking it every five seconds. Ridley Scott's like, it's a dystopian future. There, there, there is no wilderness. I don't, I don't, there's no happy ending here. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you want me? He's like, all right, fine, fine. So he knew, he knew that, uh, uh, what's his name? Stanley Kubrick just shot the shining. And he's like, and you know, and I, when I talked to Stanley, there was like 27 hours, 27 hours of just helicopter footage and woods. So he, he gets a hold of Stanley. He's like, Hey, Stanley, you know, um, you know, do you got any extra footage I can use for the end of Blade Runner? 
And Stanley's like, well, what did you shoot on? And he says the film and he's like, I didn't shoot on that film. <laughs> and really Scott's like, okay, well, is there any other issues? Well, there's like a lot of cars driving around and stuff. And he's like, wait, but you have like 27 hours. Yes. So can I use some of your footage? You can use it, but you can't have it. And really Scott was like, okay. And grabbed just a fucking piece of footage of the trees and that, you know, the end of the movie of the theatrical release where it's just the trees. Yeah. yeah. yeah and that was it. Yeah. And he was like, there you go. Yeah. Way to work it. Where to work the problem. And he's a liar because he taught, I heard him talking about legend. Um, and he was saying that like period that legend was an impossible movie. That whole fucking movie was a nightmare. Uh, cause they shot the whole thing inside. It's in a building, even though it looks like it's outside. So it's yeah, a set. The whole yep. thing's a set. Like he said, the bird, it smelled awful in there because the birds and the horses were shitting everywhere. He said, the fucking, you know, it, the dust they were using in every shot because he wanted all that fucking dust in every shot and stuff like that. It was everybody. Everybody's breathing in it. And the snow was awful because it was fake, you know. And then he said, uh, he said he's, he was editing. He said they were editing like a week before their release, right? <laughs> he's still editing the movie. And he, Jerry Goldsmith did this crazy soundtrack for it. And it's he's a terrible soundtrack. He said he, he freaked out. He said he fucking freaked out. He freaked out. So he got a hold of Tangerine Dream and he was like, oh, this is an 80s enough movie. This is a classic movie. I want, uh, I'm freaking out. It needs to be an 80s movie. So he cut the whole soundtrack, recut the whole movie the night before the release. Tangerine Dream does the whole fucking soundtrack, sends it to him. They slam it together. They release the film. That's the film that you get. So that you do get the original. You can't find it, but it sucks. Well, you it know, was right for doing that. It did suck. I got to tell you, I was a really Scott fan until I saw Gucci. What a piece of shit that is. Holy so wait, you like Prometheus and the other one? Well, I, I didn't like them, but I was just like, they're okay. They're I, fucking I terrible. was willing to say, yeah, okay, they're just not my cup of tea kind of thing, right? But Gucci, did you see? No, don't I do don't. it. I don't have any ambition. When I saw the trailers, I was like, eh, I don't know. I didn't want to see it either, but it was on. I just it hated was, the Lady Gaga's accent was terrible. I thought it was like. It ugh. would, uh, even uh, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, what the hell? I, I w it was one of those where you were like, I didn't even make it through. Yeah, I got to say three quarters, seven eighths away. But I ended up, it's one of those where I was like, why did he, why was this movie made? These people aren't even interesting. Yeah. I don't care about them. I, I don't have any. Who cares? Yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be in when I saw Gucci. I said maybe it's going to be the origin story. How did the Gucci family become Gucci? How did they become famous? It wasn't that? No, no. Oh. It, it came in like midway. Oh, I would say into the like eighties or something like that. And it was about Adam Driver's character, who is one of the Gucci heir parents or something, who didn't really want anything to do with the business, and he meets Lady Gaga character, who who uh, is just some stranger to the family. They get end up getting yeah. I'm married. already bored. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, I'm watching this. I'm like, wait a minute. So that they're not the good. What? They didn't have anything to do with it. They were just busy trying to rip the, the rip into the, the whole family name and without doing without having any talent or anything else. And I was like, eh, okay. I did you finish the movie? No. Okay. Did you guys see the Batman? No. I haven't. No. But I I I don't. I'm tempted because you're you know your your uh, sister Megan is such a aficionado of the Batman's. <laughs> thing she she wasn't ready to like it and she ended up liking it mm -mm. so i'm not gonna give anyone away i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna say three things okay first of all pattinson's fucking awful he's a terrible batman i would rather watch val kilmer as batman he's right above george clooney i'm gonna say that right now 
He's right above George Clooney. Mm. Two, the Bat Tech, awful. The car looks like a Mad Max car. It doesn't look like a Batman well, car. Well, tell me, it, was, it, was, it, uh, was it kind of a mid-origin story? Or? Yeah, it was year, it's, it's, so there's a comic book called Year One. All right. And then there's also a comic book called Year Two. All right. The movie takes place two years after he's Batman. So it's kind of a combination of those two comics. So, so we, he, do we get to see him, his parents die yet again? No. So, so he hasn't fully evolved into the, the guy with all the really cool stuff or something I, I like guess, that? I guess. I don't know. But the, the, so that was the second problem of mine. Third, again, so I am, I am so such a stickler about music, scores. It has to be, and it was just like. It's important. It is important, and it was terrible. It sounded like the Darth Vader theme without one note. Just over and over and over and over and over again. It was terrible. And then, you know, and Robert Patterson's on records for saying, they were like, did you, did you, did you bulk up for the role? And he goes, no, no, I didn't, I wasn't playing that, that Batman. And there's scenes with him with his shirt off and he's just some skinny, weaselly looking dude. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, wait, hang on. And so th- those are the, the, those are the problems that I had. Can I get my superhero looking like a superhero? Right. Don't be such a lazy bastard. You're getting paid to be Batman. You know what I mean? So, and it's not analogous to, let's say, the Dune comparison where, um, you know, you, you, the guy the guy who is playing the uh, Dune character. Oh, he's like a little kid, yeah. He's like a kid, you know? And, and of course, by the end of the movie, by the time he has the knife fight, he was respectable at it. It, it was, the, the knife fight at the end was re- believable. Yeah. Yeah, it was believable. No, it wasn't like that. No, it wasn't. See, and so no. it didn't. No. And, oh, and and also his Bruce Wayne fucking sucked. It was emo Bruce Wayne. Well, he had it, nothing to do with businesses. Ma- Megan says, "God, I, the thing was, I'm like, you're a you're a goddamn millionaire. Take a bath." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I guess the guy it was, was just, just emo Bruce Wayne, ill ill groomed, and everything else. The things that I did enjoy about it, okay, though I hated the Batmobile. If you just took that out of Batman and just made it like a Mad Max car or like an apocalypse, dude, that thing's fucking awesome. It's a cool yeah, car. the car is actually kind of cool. It's fucking just, awesome. It's Not just, a cool Batmobile, but it's a fucking awesome car. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd drive that car. Yeah. Uh, two, Batman actually does a lot of detective work. It's the first Batman movie we see where he's a fucking detective. Damn. Okay. Hmm. So that was awesome. And another thing, he's in a lot of scenes where he's Batman with cops around. That's if you look at the comic books. There are so many comic book panels where he's standing they're, or doing. They're called detective comics. Yeah, and he's with police officers. So he's not like they're not like hunting him down all the time. And all. no, no, no. He's like working. No, they don't like him. Yeah, uh, uh, Gordon, which is not a commissioner yet. Like is they the don't one like. Bring- like they don't like detectives. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dicks. Can we get dicks in here? Private, yeah. private dick. You know, and and I think the the last thing is you know they did what Batman should be, which is you know sixty percent. Detective, forty percent kicking people's asses, you know, and it was really brutal. the The way that he fought people was like, "Look, he's all tuckered out." No, he's dead. Nah, he's just sleeping. Like, <laughs> I don't kill people. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. But yeah, that, that, those were those, that, that was it. But as far as like ranked, as for you know, everybody was like, "Oh, it's the best Batman movie ever made." Mm-hmm. You know what it felt like? Mm-hmm. It felt like everybody felt like everybody sucking the Joker movie's dick. And I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll fucking watch it. And I watched it, and I was like, this is the, f- this is like a fucking hot keep of garbage. First mm. of all, Joker's a clown. He's a clown. You're gonna put him in clown makeup? Like what? Joker's mm. not a fucking clown. Are you talking about the Joker movie? Yeah, the Joker movie. And when I watched it, I was like, this is this is, this sucks. 
And I walked in thinking, you know what? Everybody's, again, oops. You uh, son think- of a bitch. <laughs> After all that, turn your phones off, doing your shit, you come in here with your fucking phone. No, but it, it was the same concept. Like I, I walked in and everybody was like, oh my God, it's the best Batman movie ever made. And I watched it and I was like, eh, I put it right above George Clooney and right underneath Val Kilmer. Oh, well. Hey, what, what about the new uh, Spider-Man movie? Have you seen it yet? It sucked. It oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Awful. I haven't seen it. You know what it is? It was a fucking Scooby-Doo movie. Get out of and he here. actually makes a Scooby Doo joke. <laughs> it's a Scooby Doo movie. It is. It's a fucking Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. And here's the most uh, the absurd part of it. it was it's just it was just shoddy writing. You have Doctor Strange. Seen it yet, yeah. No, it's, it's it's just the movie plot. You have Doctor Strange, and he and something happens. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And he and Spider Man needs something, and Doctor Strange goes to do something, which is like this magic thing that he does. And Spider Man somehow fucks him up by talking during the spell. Like what, really? And then something mucks up, and multiverse. Hmm. Multiverse, multiverse. Hey, let's play a game, Nick. Nick, you ready? Hey, Neil, tell me something you like. Something you really like. Something that you think, wow, this is just <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> no, no, come on, here, come I'll, on. Here, I'll start. I'll start. You start. I'll start. I'll start. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your turn now. Your turn. <laughs> He's Neil's giving me death stare. No, are you I, thinking? You're thinking, right? No, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to pick out uh, amongst the plethora of things that I like. What really? do I like? Really? What do I like most? Tell me. Give me your like. What, what about a movie I that you watched that you really like? Liked? Ponies in the morning. Recently, popcorn. Yeah. Come on, give me give TV me. show that you've been watching. Give me like. good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I, I'm gonna help you out. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I do like Bob Odenkirk. He's a cool. Nobody guy. was an awesome movie. He's a good guy. He's a good guy yeah. too. And and I think he's he's. I love his voice. I love his his the way he carries his acting. Uh, nobody. I told you about nobody. I said oh, you need to watch. Oh my god! This. It was the it's best, like, it's best like, recommendation yeah, of movie. I was like I was like it's like John Wick but more realistic. Yeah, like, and, and just some guy who's like it's his whole yeah, attitude. You know, of, he's just hey, like, um, you know what did he what did he say about the yeah, bus? He's like got And all I wanted was for them to come on the bus. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> and he was just like, and it plays that music. You know, the music that's in uh, Money Pit that they're always playing when they're driving off. <laughs> I know. I know. Did you see Nobody? No, not yet. Oh, oh man, you dude. were missing out. Please please see it tonight. Is he the guy that plays the lawyer? In yeah, the, Better Call Saul or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, oh, well, you know, I like it. it it's... Totally different character in Nobody, which is which not too many actors will do. They they are usually the same guy, no matter where they go. Right, that's what I noticed with a lot of actors. Same guy, same guy, same guy. But uh, and I I, I watched Better, wait, 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 wait. Better Call Saul for a while. But, uh, well, so, but watch. I mean, I mean, are we doing what's been watching or? <laughs> not really i'm i'm giving the i'm giving the game away here to everybody else here what are you guys watching we, we have a segment doing? on the show and Good. and preston wrote a little theme what's been, been watching watching except it's not that good it's not that good <laughs> it's like wow i i i like the little debbie boston cream pies i like those <laughs> sorry Hard, dis- hard, hard disagree. <laughs> Bourbon out of his nose. I like there. those. Now I'm going to take Neil's part here. Fuck that piece of shit cardboard fucking no, Have you had the little crap. box and cream pie ones? I don't know. I don't it, know. Then, did you know what the fuck you're talking about? Oh my God. Already? <laughs> it's too early in the show for that. <laughs> I like, you know, I like long walks on the beach. No, I don't. 
Um, <laughs> I actually hate. Do you long like walks penis inside you? <laughs> do, do, do. No, 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 no. Penis a lot of. Oh yeah. shit! Do Wait, you sorry. like penis a lot of? Jesus. You've heard of pina coladas? How about penis aladas? <laughs> oh, too far. We went too far. No, I so, like I like my cat. My new cat. He's, he's got a pretty good cat. Great. He's great. Cat's pretty hard. Yeah. How about creative endeavors? So, somebody in uh, let's say some some movie. Let's not talk movies. One of your what's your favorite movie, Neil? Uh, what genre? What's your favorite movie? Period. No, that's a that's a that's a. That's a bullshit question because it. I know I, I can favorite, answer that for him. No, it's an actual his, question. One of his favorite movies. Uh, he likes he he likes Fight Clubs. Probably one of his up there top favorites. Seven's probably up there with his favorite films. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. No, David Fincher, the director. No, oh. fuck Brad Pitt. Sorry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you like a big. You're a big. Ronan, I've told you to stop kicking that chair. You do it one more time. I'm kicking you out. Okay. So if you want to hang that's out, some, some harsh parrot. You want to get it? If you want to hang out. Don't yeah, kick I your chair again. I think that's pretty straightforward parenting. That's like, yeah. there's a line. Right. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. No, nah, I just scolded him in front of you guys. He's not going to give you a thumbs up. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. He, that's it. That means uh, understood. I understand. You understand? No more kick on the chair. I like right. a broad range of movies. I, my favorites, I have. There I, we go. There's the thumbs up. I have, like, I have like some tops. As far as genres, you know, I, I like horror that mixes art house like a little bit. Like Exorcist 3 is a great movie. Uh, it's written by William Peter Blatty, which wrote the first movie. Um, there's a whole thing behind that. Like he had wrote, he had wrote a book called, well, he had wrote a screenplay called Legion mm. and he brought it to the studios and the studios were like, cause Exorcist 2 bombed so bad. Mm. They were like, we don't want to do another movie. And William Peter it's Blatty Cause was, it's a garbage fucking movie. Yeah. And William Peter mm. Blatty was like, all right, fine. I'll write a book and wrote a book called Legion. It was a continuation. It skipped the second movie and it just went from the first movie to the second book. Mm. And it fucking top, you know, uh, New York bestsellers, whatever. And they were like, okay, okay, it did really well. Let's make a movie. And he was like, all right, I have one condition. That's it. I have one condition. We're not calling it Exorcist 3. I'm, I want to call it Legion. And the studios are like, okay. And he was like, okay, so we're clear. It's not going to be called Exorcist 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legion. Call it whatever you want. So he starts making the movie. And he makes this amazing, it's, it's part our house. It has, um, uh, was it C. Scott, George C. Scott? which is fucking amazing. He's one of my favorite actors, George C. Scott. Mm. Um, it's got a couple of great actors and his, and his performance is fucking amazing. The dialogue, you know how you like the thing? Yeah. From outer space. Yeah, yeah. You know how the dialogue yeah. is just super rich connected. And, and connected. It's very similar to that. It's Realistic got, dialogue. It's got, yeah. Ed Flanders plays, uh, the father dire where he's fucking hilarious. Oh my God. He's so good. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, no, but so the the Brad Dourif plays the Gemini killer. Oh yeah, he's and, great. Yeah, yeah. They they, they just they have uh, the, the, the dialogue is so well written, and so he makes this movie, and it, it is it's scary too. But he he didn't have in the movie an exorcism at the end of the movie, the mid of the movie, and and I'm sorry if I'm giving something away, but it's fucking twenty something years old. So go fuck yourself. It's not a spoiler. He was supposed to go in, and you know Damien Karras from the first movie that throws himself out of the stairs. Okay. He gets resurrected by this Gemini killer thing and the guy rebuilds his brain and he ends up killing people again. And the, the cop was best friends with me. Carries. I'm the Gemini killer. Yeah. Yeah. And this cop goes in there and sees Brad his Durf best does friend, his yelling, which is great. Yeah. He sees his friend and he's like trying to come to grips that is this my friend? I thought he was dead. And he's supposed to go in there at the end of the movie and just shoot him. Mm, right. And that's how the movie was supposed to end. Oh, there's your exorcist. 
No, because it's not called an exorcism. It's called no, Legion. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. Because he and says, what's your name? And he goes, I am Legion. I am Legion. Like, I am Minnie. Like, oh, like what's his name says to Jesus. What's your name? Sorry. <laughs> so, I know you guys hate that, but I love it. Anyway, go ahead. So the studios went. What is your name? Tony. Fuck you, Tony. No, we don't like that any. <laughs> no, jeez. And he was like, well, what do you want me to do? We want an exorcism in it. I, I didn't write this movie to be an exorcism. Yeah, I figured it out. So he shot a couple of scenes with this fucking priest that nobody knows who he is. Father Dyer. Yeah, Father Dyer. And uh, he comes in and he does this exorcism. And then Bill shoots him. <laughs> he, he says, is that okay? Because he fails at the exorcism. Yeah, the, the, the priest doesn't make it. He shoot, does he shoot the priest or the guy? The, 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 well, he, Father Karras is a priest, but the, 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 the possessed. The possessed is, person. Yes. So he's like, ah, oh, that didn't work. So yeah, George, just... George C. Scott comes in and he's just like, he's like, he gets his ass whipped by, uh, the demon a little bit. I believe in filth. I believe in scum, murder, <laughs> hate, and I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. George C. Yeah. Scott's a and so, sorry. I'm punching the table or I'm going to punch you. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's an exorcism. Fucking, I'm taking Captain Bonk title from you and I'm giving it to Neil. Yeah. So I didn't do it. He goes in, he goes in, there's this, the Bosch exorcism and psh, shoots him. Very similar. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's better. And so they're getting ready to release the film and they're like, so we want something else. And William Peter Blatty's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. We want to name it Exorcist 3. And he's like, no, we're not doing that. Well, we want to. And then he's like, no, listen, if you name it Exorcist 3, nobody's going to come see it because Exorcist 2 was so terrible. Nobody will come see this movie. Is that why they called the fourth one Legion? No, the fourth one isn't called Legion. I thought it was called Legion. It's a called Exorcist the Beginning. Well, yeah, why, why, Legion, they should have right? just said mm -hmm. called it Exorcist Legion. Maybe. Yeah, they should have done that. So they were like, no, we're going to make it Exorcist 3. So they named it Exorcist 3 against William Peter Blatty. And they had a contract about that too. And they broke the contract and they were like, yeah, sue us, whatever. So they released the movie. It bombs. This is the best part of the whole story. Which, which is cool because it, did, it does become a cult classic. It does become a cult classic, yeah. yes. Yeah. But it bombs in the theaters and the, the record, uh, record execs, the movie execs turn around and they go, it bombed. It's your fault. You made a bad movie. No, no. It's your fault. You should have never named it Exorcist 3. Oh, no shit. Nobody went and saw it because it was Exorcist 3. And William Peter Blatty's like, you guys literally broke the contract and it's my fault? Oh, boy. And they were like, we don't know what you're talking about. They're trying to save their jobs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, okay. Well, we'll switch off. Uh, what are you watching for a while? Hey, there's some stuff I want to talk about a little bit with you guys a little bit because uh, it, uh, it's current, but uh, it's, been it's been bugging me. Uh, it's the whole... Because I saw... when We went to St. Augustine. Lori and I did... Uh, we met your, met your sister over there for a couple of times or something. And they're, they're like the rest of the country. You know I mean, I noticed this as I was walking around and everything like that, you know, bumper stickers, things on the walls, stuff like this. And, you know, you, it's a pretty, you know, there's some, you know, liberalism going on there, some progressive thought when it comes to the, the arts and, uh, you know, the way they, they treat the homeless and the, the less fortunate and stuff like that. They're, they're pretty cool about a lot of that stuff. But then you've got this under, no, I won't say undercurrent, this right out on your face thing. There'll be stickers on the walls of these places of business that are just, that the one that got me was like, uh, social, social justice is just another name for socialism and, and stuff like that. And I was like. Well, that's just stupid. It doesn't even make sense. Well, yeah, but it's, it's this pushback against 
you know, the, 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 I think Neil, Neil said it perfectly. Uh, it, it's this group of white, fragile, uh, Gen X men, right. That are in this kind of movement of neocons and they feel like they're personally being attacked when they're like, I wasn't, I had nothing to do. Yeah. I had nothing to do. And then they also feel like, like they're being overlooked too. It's just this really fragile kind of, I, I, I don't want to say pussy because pussies are pretty tough. Like they're not pussies. They're fucking like they're, testicles. They're balls. They're fucking big, sweaty, fragile little balls. That, 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 you're, you're taking uh, Lori's yeah. Lori's rap there. <laughs> Vaginas are fucking well. Rugged, that's, rugged a, rugged that's a female fuck. comedian said yeah. that. Yeah. No, I mean man, they are. They're fragile little testicles, I man. Think Lori invite me invented that. And though. so they, they're like they they feel like that they need to push back because of it, and their pushback comes off as very ignorant, very uh, it, it it's just frag. It's 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 this white kind of middle-aged male fragility man is well i mean is. I, you're talking about bumper stickers i'm driving i took a picture of it it wasn't a great picture and i'm driving behind this fucking truck right and he's got the, all these stickers oh, all over his window one of those oh, one of those guys yeah we all know those guys. no but we've all seen the truck he's so confused because he's got the punisher logo with the blue stripe and the people who created the punisher and do the punisher they're like you don't understand you obviously never read a Punisher yeah. comic because the Punisher a hates cops. He's not a cop. He's a fucking vigilante. He's a vigilante, right? And cops notoriously hate vigilantes. And he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's an antihero. <laughs> yeah. So he's got the he's got the Punisher logo with the blue stripe. He's got a blue stripe. He's got let's go Brandon. <laughs> oh, and then does, does he have the blue flag? The blue. That's or, what I mean. The blue. The blue flag. Yeah, yeah American the flag. Blue, blue, flag. Blue, blue lives let matter. And then yeah. he's got let's go Brandon. I've never met a blue person. And then but... he's got a rebellion logo from Star Wars. <laughs> like 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 multiple rebellion <laughs> logos. And then he's no, like it's worse. What? And then he's got and then he's got a Harry Potter thing that's like. Like basically, like fuck Voldemort, like uh, type of like, psh, and he's. I'm like, dude, that's got to be purposeful, dude. Are you? Re- I stop myself. No words. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, I I I was watching. I'm like, this guy is so confused. Like, do you do you really? Um, no, but anyway, that so. What, it, what I was going through the last couple of weeks is that even with some of the guys who work for me that, you know, they're conservative, young, LaBelle, Immokalee guys and stuff like that. Like I said, good, good guys, but hard workers, but they've been exposed to this one line of thinking there. And of course, I, I had the opportunity to talk with one of them there this week about that. And of course, and it was about this, about we'll call it social injustice and just the injust, the economic injustice of our justice system which you guys are familiar with because you grew up in America and you know that if you don't have money, you're fucked. Yes. You're fucked in the justice the system. The only reason I got out of my problem is because yeah. I paid. Yeah. And let, and so I, I said something to this kid because he was talking about this or that. And I said, okay, let, let's circle back here. I said, how long have you been trying to get your license straight because he had a DUI? And, and he had a DUI. And so he had this and um, had to do everything he had to do there. And he has been, I mean, it's cost him every nickel. He's had to borrow money, you know, to go to court. He's had to borrow money to, because he has to pay. He has to actually pay to see his probation officer. He has to pay to have drug tests. He has to pay all this it's stuff. set up to this fail. This guy, it is set up to fail. 
Uh, and these rules are made by people who have unlimited resources. So yeah, to them, they're like, yeah, people should pay for all this stuff. Why should we have to pay for this stuff? Because you're inflicting it on people. Yeah. And you say, well, they're doing it to themselves. No, they're not. You guys have set the imbalance. The justice system is imbalanced to make people it's not just a, It's not just imbalanced on financial right differences, right? Where, where poor people cannot climb out of these situations. It's set up on racial differences also. So, I mean, it's, it's simple statistics. You, you can go online anywhere and look at the statistics that, that, that people of color that are getting in trouble for the exact same things yeah. as supposed white people are getting jail time versus whatever. The, you can look at it. You can see the, in, the the racial injustice in the system if you just look. The, the statistics are there. Yeah, you just got to yeah. look at them. And yeah. you, the second the second equation to that though is stop treating addicts like criminals. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, it's they're not criminals. They're they have a disease, and then their disease needs to be treated. But if you if you take an addict right and you put them in jail. And then all of a sudden they're mad, and then they go on probation and then they have to, and then they have to do a drug test and they're a fucking addict. They have a disease. Yeah. And you, so th- those are, there are two coins there or two sides of the coin there, you know, uh, racial, racial injustice and treating addicts like fucking criminals. Cause they're not fucking criminals in, in those two problems mixed together creates a really, really, uh, well, I'll tell you this, man, if, if I ever have a, ch- a chance you know, we might cut this line, but I'm going to say it anyways. If we ever have a chance to uh, <clears throat> interview anybody in any kind of justice system, I would I would love to ask them the simple question. Do you believe that our justice system is, is where it should be right now? Well, well and that's do, where do you I'm, think that there's any changes? And that's where I'm going with this is that um, we are going to have an opportunity to have somebody on who I consider to be. Uh, uh, one of the one of the good guys will say in involved in the justice system, but also it's an he's inherently part of the the perpetuity. They're keeping this whole thing going in the direction it's going, which is these people did something bad. Yeah. People do something bad, therefore they have to pay for the effect that they have on a system, and that. It's just that theory there, and my my point of making it on an economic basis versus a racial basis just for now, because I know about the racial part of it, we all do, is that people need to know, these people who think that it, they, they, it's about Black Lives Matter, no, it's about the whole thing, you, you, it's motherfucker. It's always about money. You, motherfucker, you don't have any money, you're, you're going you're gonna to eat it. Yeah, it's always yeah. about money. You think you're on their side, you, they're not on your side. There's a rap song. By the Wu Tang Clan called Cream, Cash rules everything around me. Cream hit the money, dollar dollar bill, y'all. Boom, and it's it's that's boom, and that's what it's when you're when you're rich, about. you're affluent. You don't get in the trouble that 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 poor people no. get into. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Well, and so and so that's why I tried to explain this this young man. There, it was like it's important for for people, the average person, the average working person who, they, who like you were talking about, who they do feel left out of the thing. They feel like they're, you know, if it's all about somebody else. No, no, all this other stuff, we're talking about you, man. And and you know what? These other people that, that are expecting everybody to pay their own way and everything like this, and I say that sarcastically because 
People can't if you set the rules to where there's an imbalance there. Well, you know what George Carlin said? You have a neighbor, right? (laughs) I want that neighbor to have everything they need because if they don't, they're going to go to my house. (laughs) I don't want a neighbor who's, who's struggling or poor. Like I want my neighbor to be successful because if he's not successful, they're going to look at my place. I don't know. There's this idea now there's this social idea within these fucking Gen X neocons. That's like, it's like, it's this, it's this pick your, pick yourself up by the bootstraps. You know, it's these same jackasses that drive Uh, around with like a fucking, that's an old idea. You know, it's an idea that was created. Seth, if we had Seth on, he would tell us exactly who the guy that pushed for that idea. And it was, it was an idea created. I think it was the, the, in somewhere between the twenties and the fifties in America that was like trying to push people to want to be laborers is what it was is to be, you know, be proud to be a laborer. You know oh, yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like they, this bullshit like and that. They've, uh, and they've they've morphed it, and I'll say that just, they've just horribly uh, kind of co-opted it into the American dream idea, which is you know what? Every, every one of you, every one of you can pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and you can do what I do, which is become the owner of McDonald's. Right? Well, not. I mean, just mathematically, not everybody can own fucking McDonald's. No. Or another burger chain, or it's just not going to happen. Realistically. And and we don't need to give everybody a bunch of fucking money, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. How about we set the rules to where there's no economic advantage held from being sick when you're sick? There's no economic advantage when you're sick. Well, you know, there's no economic advantage when you get in trouble. the, The problem is, is, you know, if you look at, not to interrupt you, Nick, but if you look at the health insurance institution and treatment versus cures, right? Yeah. During, I think it was during the 1920s, they actually, on our government, um, this is on Oliver Stone's uh, History of America. In our, Which I've pushed on this show multiple times. Okay. They talked about what do we do? Do we do private or do we do universal? And they had a huge discussion about our government, discussed it, they argued, and they decided to make it private for a couple reasons and those reasons weren't for people no they weren't for people no and you know what they did that right in the 1950s tax the fuck out of rich people it did you know what like you you said it on the show before yeah. you could only get so rich in america that's the until you were just all your money was going to taxes at one point you know what i mean yeah so, so it just made it to where you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't buy the american government it's you just fucking couldn't. hoarding yeah, yeah, and, no, and, and, so, and so that's been, and that's again, that's been kind of uh, turned into some abomination because they make it think like, oh yeah, you and I, you know, we can only get so rich. No, motherfucker, <laughs> you're you're never gonna. What did you, Jordan, you, not a joke. you can't get you're, there. You're never gonna be in that club. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna be in their club. You're just not going to. No, no. you're not going to. Before we stop, I, I want to ask both of you guys two questions, um, and you know, it has to do with Ukraine and what's going on and. Somebody had posted on Facebook about like, oh, you know, the fucking Nazis in Ukraine. And it's like, no yeah, shit. I, I, I World almost, War II. <laughs> we all I know almost, the history. I almost dived into that conversation. I, I was like, Nick, don't do it. Nick, don't so, do it. But, but I wanted to ask, you know, both of you, but do you remember the trial of that guy that was supposed to be like Ivan the Terrible back in the late 80s? It apparently was on all of the news stations. He was tried in Israel and they were trying to pin 
this guy as one of the gas chamber operators who was living in America as a car builder. And did you, do you remember no, that at all? No, I don't, I don't recall it. Oh. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember the space shuttle exploding in second grade. Uh, I remember that too. Yeah. I was, we were all in class when it happened yeah. and then we all ran outside and saw the smoke. Yeah, yeah, it, was it was terrible. Pretty yeah. fucking terrible. But I don't remember this, but I'm watching this documentary. This is a Ukrainian cause Ukraine was full of Nazis at one time. And um, so it's not surprising that there are some Nazis in the Ukraine. Does that mean that they're all fucking Nazis? No. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, A, did you know about it? And B, now that you guys don't know about it, kind of wipes me a little short here. But <laughs> do, you, do you feel like there's this like almost with Ukraine um, and some of the people, like almost people that are Americans sympathizing with Russians? Oh, yeah. Well, um, you know, I think initially, you know, I think people genuinely, especially far left-leaning people, want to be so quick to blame either A, America, for specific uh, injustices worldwide, across the board, through history, that, that it clouds when we actually are, or maybe potentially are, trying to 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 do the right thing sometimes because you know i think realistically speaking yes we did set up ukraine we probably have a lot of invested interest in ukraine as america um to fucking keep you know to have some kind of you know place place and all i think it's a little i think it's a place it's a really nice nato standpoint yes we we will have i mean not only that we strip fucking ukraine of their nukes so of course, as soon as we strip them of the nukes, what does Russia do? They fucking invade, you know, like, like, so it's, and then we like step away and we're like, sorry, <laughs> but you don't have nukes. So we're not worried about you. And it's like, fuck man. So there are some things. Yes. Of course, America has done some things that is like, kind of like, fuck, but does that make Russia okay for what they're doing? Yeah. And the, does that the problem invalidate I had with that whole conversation I seen going on in the internet, just in general, or the, the, even the attitudes, I'm going to show you guys a picture here a little later that I took on the way here. Um, but the problem I had with that is that, okay, just from a, uh, um, uh, a reasonable, uh, logical, you know, argument or debating tactic, um, you know what, if, if somebody, Russia, if something we're talking about, Oh, Russia's doing this wrong, blah, 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 blah. And we need to talk about what, and it's not just wrong. It's horrific. It's a horrible thing. They're invading a sovereign country. They're, they're not only, it's just the bullying on a scale. It's, you know, they're trying to eradicate and, and kill yeah, these and people. People are dying. So, right. I mean, and they're so, just literally and dying. it is an expansionist thing. He's not giving anything back. That's what it is. And so that got, that has gotten turned into, you know, by a lot of people. Oh Yeah. But America, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It, f- who fucking cares? What does that got yeah, to do with this? Now is not the this? time to talk about that. What is that? Said. You're right. We killed all the friggin' almost all the Indians. You're right. We screwed up a lot. We did this wrong. I can go down. We were colonizers. Yes. It yeah. Was, we did all kinds we, of shit wrong. You know what? But we have came to the aid of some people. Every once in a while, we do do get something right. That's what England. Look at the shit that they really need us in both world wars. Holy shit! Great Britain has done all kinds of bad shit in the past. Yeah, Yeah. for the most part, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so, but anyway, so, and you know what? I I got zero sympathy 
fucking Putin and look, it, 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 that's it. It's it, it's it's apples versus oranges. You can't you can acknowledge one thing without bringing up. That's exactly I, right. I think you're right. They, they're exclusive, right? And two, and I guess my original question, well, comment was that the argument that that you're talking about was, oh, there's Nazis in Ukraine. And they're run by Nazi party. And it's like the reason I brought up that documentary I was watching about the Nazi that was here in America was that Harvard, a lot of Nazis. There were a lot of Nazis. There were a lot of Nazis here too. Yes. And we brought them here. And they have fucking parades here. NASA. NASA, (laughs) No, no, no. Like actual NASA. The guy that built our rocket that sent us to the moon. Werner von Braun. Yeah. He was a fucking Nazi. Mm, Yep. (laughs) <laughs> like straight up he was a fucking nazi we took the we took their best not you know best why rocket builder and it's not even them <laughs> their best nazis i think that was we, took, we got the best nazis. america yeah, we got the best not even none of the best we got some of the worst too you know why <laughs> no no no, no the, the best worst best uh, worst and we got some of the worst too you know why because america had this one stance uh FBI? fear no gestapo <laughs> no fear of the red we were so uh, yeah. anti-communist yeah. Who's more anti-communist than Nazis? And so we were like, oh, we have these people. They will fight against communism. Let's bring them into the fold. And it's really fucking despicable. And my point is, you can't fucking say, you know what? Yeah, maybe there are some Nazis in the Ukraine. And maybe Russia, when they say, oh, yeah, they're Nazis. Yeah, because they were fucking Nazis at one time. But they're having a handful of Nazis in the country, you know how many fucking Nazis are in America? Oh yeah. Does that mean that we're? That doesn't mean we're. You know how many Nazi politicians we have? Yeah. You know what? I, I, yeah. You know I mean, Holocaust revisionists there are, and Holocaust deniers there are. Yeah. Well, in, in, in politics. Yeah. So, so, and that's what, and I got to ha- tell you that what well, you know this that to me it has, um, you know, like I said, it has kind of morphed into something to where it's a tool. To talk about, you know, it's one thing to point out, you know, our shortcomings and this and that. And when we start talking about social injustice, it and economic injustice and those type of stuff like that, these things are real. And and it doesn't make you a friggin' communist to talk about this and to to not talk about these things in critical race theory and not to talk about you know, they're, they're, racial injustice. Yeah. It's it's halt there, progress. There are things, uh, lots of things that America, like you said, needs to work on and continue to progress with. Um, uh, there are things that we can acknowledge across the board, but when you're talking about one thing, you don't have to go to the other thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we were already fine. talking about what America, so just the justice system in America Needs serious fucking reform. Um, before it gets too late here, um, I know Neil has been uh, working oh, on. Yeah. He's got some projects that we're working on, and hopefully, Dark Waters can come on as a producer for a show too, because I would love to produce your show, Neil. Um, you you have some things going on, right? What what? Tell us about your project. Uh, I have a, a web series on YouTube called Ink and Bourbon, um, like ink with an N and an apostrophe, and then bourbon. Um, it's, it's just me, uh, talking about booze, specifically bourbon and the tattoo industry. And usually it's just me like either making a fool of myself or ranting, um, or just getting drunk and getting belligerent and being funny. I don't know. I think it's funny. Um, and then we also have an an Instagram, which is at ink and bourbon, same spelling. You can go visit, um, which has some outtakes and stuff like that on it, which are also hopefully very funny. Cool. What's the, what's the best way for somebody to to watch one of your videos? The, YouTube. Just listen. YouTube. Just yep. go on the, YouTube. The YouTube. Yeah. Can, the can, the YouTube Inc. Uh, N. With an apostrophe and bourbon. 
Cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fun show, and you guys were on today, so you know. Yeah, yeah. we did a show with Neil today. And- yeah, I got to tell you, you know, your your show's doing really well, and uh, and your the uh, your your technical uh, your technical editing and stuff like that. It's really good quality, man. You're doing really good. It's it's a learning process. I'm yeah. learning. Yeah. Well, hopefully, when you do season uh, uh, three of Record of Mortimer, you can bring that video shit into the uh, the show. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. Keith's all about it. So. Very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, what's your, your the, the guy helping you out? Producer. He's my producer. He's your Keith. Producer. Yeah. producer. Keith. What's his name? Keith. What? Keith Gums. Keith Gum. Gum. He's a cool Gums. guy, man. Gums. He's a cool guy. Keith is awesome. Yeah, so. he's very cool. He's very one. Cool. Of, he's a close friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. Well, this was cool. This was like the first. This I, actually, Dad and I, uh, Ben, Benny. <laughs> which he hates which don't, he hates don't he go hates there. Benny don't, don't, don't go there if you ever want to piss off uh, wait don't like all of your friends and family call you oh, Benny he fucking hates it <laughs> 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 he hates Benny he hates it Timmy and Benny <laughs> hey, Timmy no this was our first podcast <laughs> in Darkwater Studios actually Ben is here in the flesh we're not squadcasting you normally right. normally we're squadcasting we didn't really say that this time um, we're actually here all in the flesh. Neil's here in the flesh. Uh, Ben's here in the flesh. Ronan's here in the flesh. Stone is Ronan. <laughs> He's doing this really hard. He did best job not kicking the chair. Uh, no, we're all here in the, f- the flesh. This was the first uh, actual podcast in Darkwater Studios. This was very fitting. Here in the archives here. of Darkwater Studios. Yeah. So um, in Orlando, I'm feeling, Florida. I'm feeling, Orlando, Florida. You all feeling the vibe in this place? <laughs> it's got a good vibe, right? It's got a good anybody, vibe. Anybody? Yeah. No, no. Predators. Uh, uh, fucking what's his name? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Y'all feeling the vibe in this place? Oh, I didn't. I don't. I've oh seen that no, movie I didn't see once. that one. Lawrence oh, Fishburne man, was, was in the Predator. Predators. Predators. Ah, movie's awesome. Movie's awesome. Uh, it's it's okay. I, I thought you don't it. like Robert Rodriguez. Hmm. Is that his film? Yes, it is. Yeah. God, you guys know too much. Yeah. Too much, man. It's, it's one of my hobbies. You're going to get a brain bubble, man. You're going to get the brain bubble. All right, guys. I got to get ready for my tattoo. All right, All right. You guys well, are no, awesome. Still... Thank you very much. Hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in on us, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot. And 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 uh, so, yeah, just so we clear, it's Ink and Bourbon on YouTube, Neil. Yes. And then you can also check out Neil's tattoo stuff, too, because he's, he's an amazing tattoo um, artist, since he doesn't like tattooer. Um, or tattooist. That's the real word. Tattooist. Okay. Uh they live in Tatooine, right? right? Is that what it is? Yeah, if you want to check out Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> As usual, it's at, at the darkest season. Singular, not plural. Before we stop, Mason called me, uh, <laughs> it was the best. He actually called me a nickname and it was fucking hilarious. And I'm going to read it out loud right now. So my handle is the darkest season. And the joke a lot of the times is like people make fun of me or they try to. And I just like jump the shark with the shit. I'm like, oh, we're going to go play with this game. All right. I have the darkest station. I have the darkest pencil. Like. I'll 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 beat you to the punch. You know what I mean. And Mason, I, I commented on his uh, picture. And he goes, "Thanks, Dark Papa Season, man." <laughs> dark Papa Season. <laughs> I like it. Papa it tickled season. me. Papa Season. Dark Papa Season. Like like Papa. Yeah, like Papa. Like Papa Bear. Okay. Aww. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyways, right. well, thanks for ha- uh, coming on the show, Neil. Um, please stay tuned like like ben was saying we are going to have some really we're, we're lining them up right now this is going to be a really good season we're bringing on some really good 
some pretty good punchers as I mean, far it as started like, off great. I'm I'm here. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> look at you in the flesh. As usual, I've got to cut down 25 minutes of Neil talking. Um, <laughs> That's right. I'm going to do the same thing to you on my oh. show. Oh, oh I can see edit wars coming up here, Jesus. man. Jesus, Jesus Christ. I'm going to go. Nick's going to go. Well. I, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me introduce Nick. Nick. He's gonna go. I hate you so much sometimes, Kenny. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be like the guy on uh, Bruce Willis on uh, Fifth Element. He's interviewing him and says, Tell us about this and that. And he's gonna go, like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, thanks for coming on the show, Neil. Um, <laughs> We'll make sure not to have you back on again soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad, Bumper, what am I call uh, Neil Bumper Nelson? Bumper? Bumper? Yes. Oh, yeah. Captain yes. Captain Thumpies? Captain Thump Bumper? Captain Bonks? That's what it oh, is. Captain there Bonks. It is. There it is. Captain right there. Bonks. Come in. I'm in the shower. I'm in the shower. <laughs> One of the best. <laughs> I'm in the shower. Right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dicks. Can we get dicks in here? <laughs> Vaginas are fucking rugged, rugged as fuck. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but said the B word. word.